Hello, everybody. Welcome to our next episode of Sunday Prep. Jim, how are you doing? <laughs> uh, hi, Father Matt. Um, I'm doing well. Uh, I'm I'm enjoying a nice sunny day outside, recording in front of the church. You can see how the, the sky is a nice shade of blue. <laughs> yeah, don't look at don't look at your side and out the window. Um, yeah, well, we've joked about this in the past, right, Father? About sometimes having strange hours that we might record these videos, and and very clearly from looking on your side. Uh, we are recording this uh, in, in the evening. Uh, however, I'm recording from home today. Usually I'll go into the office and um, it's a bit messy behind me. So I've got the nice virtual backdrop of uh, of the parish there. So fitting enough, I suppose. How are you doing today, Father? You had a long day. It's been a long day, but it was a beautiful day. Um, I really, uh, even though I'm tired, <laughs> I, maybe I should even say I'm sometimes drained. But it was a beautiful day, you know, first Friday of the month. Um, <clears throat> I was able to see so many of our uh, dear brothers and sisters uh, who are uh, homebound or in the hospitals. And, um, you know, being able to administer the sacraments and bring our Lord Jesus to, to them. So it was a it was a beautiful day. And, you know, um, at the end of the day, I was laughing because they said uh, by four o'clock it was supposed to rain. At least that's what my app was saying or predicting all right and i'm coming home it was it was uh 20 minutes to four and i says now it can rain and what happened sun came out <laughs> thank you lord so uh surprise surprise yeah. <laughs> but um no everything everything is good um summer is going quick and um here we are another week uh, another story another chapter of our life we can even say that right and, um, and so let's go to our Sunday readings, um, which we'll hear uh, this coming Sunday, the 14th Sunday in Ordinary Time. And um, as we were uh, talking, as always, before uh, we, hit, we hit record, um, this is the gospel that um, those of you who were able to participate uh, in the, um, in the um, administering of the sacrament of the anointing of the sick, you know this gospel pretty well. Um, because this is, uh, we have few options, of course, um, to use for this very uh, celebration uh, of the sacrament. But this one is the first um, that we hear. And uh, uh, I'm going to focus uh, on the um, second part of the gospel. Come to me, all you who labor and are burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoga upon you, upon you and learn from me, for I am meek and humble of heart. For you will find rest for yourselves. For my yoke is easy and my burden light. Um, you know, hearing uh, this particular gospel passage um, and um, being um, or standing um, or being a part of, of the prayer um, when someone is uh, suffering, it truly is an um, embrace or I always say it's truly a hug from God. You know, that's how I always like to say to, to the people. Um, and I, uh, people will um, really see the peace in, um, in all that they are experiencing at the moment, especially um, all those um, physical things, um, either the pain or, or tiredness um, and so many other, other things when, come, um, when you go to the hospital and you see. Um, but, you know, um, we tend to focus on the person who is on the hospital bed, right? 
And um, for them, uh, yes, definitely the Lord speaks uh, these words to, to embrace them, to hug them, um, to give them the strength they need to, to recover. But I always, um, I tend to see, um, you know, how much this gospel uh, is for the family members, okay? Um, especially, especially uh, if that's a parent or uh, a child, um, even even as a close friend, um, you know, people who, who participate and hear these words, they too receive healing. They too receive that very strength because um, they know that there is someone who is beyond uh, the physical pain, the one who is able to heal um, all that is physical. And, um, you know, seeing, seeing that um, peace that comes uh, to those people in that very moment of, of suffering, either spiritual or physical, it, it's just, um, as for me, for, for priests, it, it brings uh, like true joy. Um, and um, seeing that and experiencing it, because I'm not only seeing it, I, I truly feel, um, because um, the appreciation that comes from uh, from them and um, the way how they receive it afterwards, um, our Lord Jesus in Holy Communion, um, either the person who is hospitalized or uh, the family members, the friends who are there, it is, it is um, a, a beautiful thing. And, you know, I, I always like to think, what would happen if we all, uh, fell the same way when we come to Sunday for the celebration of the Eucharist. Um, we don't see it this way, like a, like a healing moment or uh, like a praying uh, for this very healing for our spiritual spiritual life or our I don't know worries or or physical pain or tiredness um, and how to give it to the Lord and trust it truly. Um, what would happen uh, in this uh, when we receive Holy Communion? You know that true peace would would truly come, um, and that's what our Lord Jesus will remind us of today in His teaching um, and to to help us once again to be able, okay, to be able to entrust our daily burdens, our uh, the, the yoke of every day that is so heavy on us, okay? Uh, and receive that healing, that peace, that joy, that courage and strength, all that is necessary for us in the very moments of, of struggle. Um, and so let us, um, that's, that's what my mind is going, and I wish um, for those of you who are listening, um, we'll, you'll take that into consideration as, as you will be coming to um to the sunday celebration not only this one but every sunday so um that's where where my uh thoughts my my mind is going uh it's i, I know it's it's probably the day that is speaking to me too uh but um it, it is helpful for me as well so i hope i hope uh it will be for you too okay i'm passing down the microphone <laughs> because i will go over again so <laughs> well i think it's interesting father i'm i'm, I'm struck a little bit by um you know you sharing about your experience of kind of traveling around and visiting and giving Holy Communion, but in particular about the anointing of the sick. And um, I think for a lot of us, it's one of the sacraments that kind of, you know, if we're not, we're not receiving it, you know, uh, because it's not something that you receive often, even though you can receive it multiple times, but it's not a sacrament that we go like, you know, weekly for or uh, on the regular for. And, and if you don't have loved ones who are receiving it because of, you know, maybe they're in danger of death or something, that it's easy to kind of forget about it. And it kind of just strikes me 
um, you know, not entirely related to the gospel, but just in general about the Catholic worldview that we have, you know, a sacramental um, uh, view of reality. You know, we see that God, you know, works through physical things to kind of bring about deeper um, spiritual realities and particularly the seven sacraments kind of bringing about um, real grace and real uh, encounters with the Lord. And, um, you know, in a very tangible way, you know, for, for us on Sunday, going to Holy Mass is uh, one of those experiences, of course, receiving the Eucharist, um, you know, receiving that sacrament of, of love and the Lord's uh, body and blood. And, you know, that obviously is appropriate. We should consider that and be mindful of that. And, and for confession, that's not too far from our minds and our hearts. And, you know, baptism is one that we're, you know, if you're paying attention, you're you're blessing yourself with holy water, you're kind of calling to mind your baptismal uh, grace. And But there's, you know, anointing of the sick seems like one of those sacraments that we tend to kind of, you know, not think about much. So it's interesting, Father, that you're reflecting on that because it, it carries with it, you know, the same type of encounter with the Lord, real uh, grace, real healing is brought about through the sacrament. So, um, yeah, I just think in that in itself is, you know, worthy to kind of think about, um, let's see, you know, maybe in regards to the, the readings, uh, the, the gospel that we're here on Sunday for Matthew's gospel here, you know, I'm, I'm also struck by this because I feel like it's something that is, you know, um, among all the different passages or, or things that Jesus teaches, uh, commands that he gives. This is one of those um, moments that I think is incredibly relatable to all people. And in particular to those who are, um, you know, maybe maybe frustrated uh, with the Lord or frustrated with the world, because, you know, a universal experience that we all have is that we all labor. We all work. Uh, we all have to work. And I don't mean just like go to your job, but I mean, like, you have to labor for everything. Like even eating is a labor. Like you have to like, even if you have a really cushy life, it's just a walk to the kitchen. <laughs> you have to go to the supermarket. You have to, you know, in previous generations, you have to go hunt food. But, you know, there is an experience in, in the human reality that we have to work. We have to labor. And that labor oftentimes requires a kind of burden. And then added on top of that burden is the, you know, moral burden of like the good and evil struggles of free choices that we make and the the burdens of relationships that we have to carry, the the sufferings of anxiety, like sin has made this world an experience of, of suffering that was not made for. Um, and so Jesus's invitation here, come to me, all you who labor and are burdened, which is, which is all of us, you know, it's an invitation to all people. It's not just an invitation to those who, you know, work out in the fields, you know, it's, it's an invitation to those who work in an office. It's an invitation to those who are stay at home moms. It's an invitation to, you know, those who are retired, it's because we all in some ways are laboring and working and we all experience burden, you know, uh, the burdens of others, the burdens of health, the burdens of anxiety or whatever. Um, and the second part of this, I think is interesting, right? So it kind of carries on from here. Come to you, all you who labor in our burden and I will give you rest, which of course we all want. We all want a nice rest. You know, Father, you mentioned you had a long day, you're on the road a lot, you're visiting a lot of people and it's an important ministry and it's a good ministry and it's uh you're doing the Lord's work, but you're exhausted. And there's a kind of sense of like, I'm sure when you finally get back to the rectory at the end of the day, you want to take off your shoes and just like sit and just like, we all want that experience of like, I just want to rest. Like, give me a minute. You know, like I just, I just need a minute to rest. Um, and so we're desiring that and the Lord offers that to us. Um, but the kind of follow-up to it of how we rest, you know, in, in the next 
the next line here, take my yoke upon you and learn from me for I am meek and humble of heart. This strikes me in a very interesting way because, you know, I've always been fascinated personally with the idea of like the paradoxes of Christianity. And what I mean is that, um, you know, the perceived contradictions of uh, like the prayer of St. Francis of Assisi kind of comes to mind, right? It's in giving that we receive. It's in dying that we are born to eternal life. We have this, um, you know, um, thing that we we do as Christians that seems counterintuitive. That's why the world oftentimes looks at the church as like, you guys are weird, <laughs> you know, like, you know, you want to like, it's not the first you want to be, you want to be last because when you're last, then you're first. And you're like, wait, how does that work? You're last, but you're first, you're first. You're like, and so Jesus has these moments where it seems like he's talking in riddles or talking in circles. And I think this is one of those, you know, because they'd have take my yoke. That if a yoke is like taking on a burden, taking on like an experience, sharing in, you know, we, we have the image of like an ox kind of putting the yoke on their shoulders and pulling it. And, and I think the yoke that Jesus is inviting us to is the cross, because of course, Jesus says in other places, many times, like, take up your cross and follow me, you know, to share in his cross. You know, this is our uh, invitation as, as disciples of the Lord. And so, um, but the great paradox is, is that, of course, we look at the cross, we look at the yoke of Christ, the the burden, so to speak, of being a disciple, and we go, that seems really hard. Like, I don't want to do that. Like, I'd rather not. And the great paradox is, is that, like, when we actually do take on the Lord's yoke, take on the Lord's cross, when we do take up, you know, the sharing and the experience of the Lord and being faithful to him, while on the surface, there is a frightful, like, this is going to be hard. I'm going to have to make sacrifices. I'm going to have to live differently. I'm going to have to, um, you know, maybe have an experience that might be unpleasant. But the great reality is it's that it's in that sharing of the Lord's yoke. That's where we find the rest, right? Because when we go on our own and we kind of do things out according to our own initiatives or the secular initiative or whatever it is that we think will be like the easier path for us, it, it's this great, like, no, no, we stumble and fall more. We are actually more stressed. We're more anxious. And, you know, as a quick, you know, maybe closing thought, it's, you know, it's no big surprise, at least for those who are believers, that when you look at someone who like, um, like a Mother Teresa, who lives in absolute poverty, you know, who was at the sickest and poorest people of the world, who didn't have any kind of personal luxuries, and in fact, lived a very physically uncomfortable life between, you know, illness and, you know, uh, uh, achy bones or whatever. Um, but she had such great joy and like lightness to her. Uh, and then you contrast that with maybe someone who is, you know, the uber rich, you know, uh, people who are in the top tier 0.001% of the world, millionaire, billionaire class, and they have everything and every comfort, but they're miserable and they're sad and they're depressed. And there's a kind of like stress and anxiety weighing on them. And I think that's kind of where we see this, this idea of come to me, who you, all you who are labored and burdened, and I will give you rest and taking on the yoke of the Lord. So, you know, maybe the invitation to consider is, um, you know, understanding kind of where our own labors are and kind of seeing, you know, am I trying to do it alone? Am I trying to kind of solve the, the work uh, issue, whether it's work at home, work in the office, work in a field, work wherever, um, on my own, or am I kind of sharing in the Lord's yoke, his cross? And in that, that's that's where the great paradox and the mystery of, like, you know, that's when we find the great joy and it, it, things become mysteriously easier. But um, I'm going on probably way more than I should, so I'll, I'll, I'll kind of maybe wrap with that, I suppose. Well, 
as always, you know, this is just uh, very, very open to to what uh, you may have uh, uh, from this from this particular passage or the whole liturgy of the word. And so I hope we hope that um, you're able to to pull something, and maybe you are able to to find something that um, strikes you more than than it does to us. So um, with that, um, we'll all see you all in the church. Have a blessed uh, weekend and. Uh, I hope that we will see many of uh, the little ones for uh, the uh, Bible camp that we will have this week uh, together, beginning on Tuesday. Six, <laughs> I'm sorry, four o'clock, beginning, it. right? You got yeah, it. Yeah, so uh, we'll be there. Uh, I hope you will be there. Uh, we'll have a little fun uh, together with our Lord Jesus when we learn what he has for us. All right. God bless you all. Have a blessed weekend. Bye, everyone.